0: But first, before we get to that, uh, you need to understand that this trope has been bugging me for years, ever since I became a parent. If you're a parent, you know what it's like, so you're going to enjoy this little description. And if you're not a parent, I'm going to tell you what it's like. You, if you're a woman and you're pregnant, you carry around this baby with you for 40 weeks, which is more than nine months, by the way, and you feel them growing and living and you will have all these urges to protect them and to help them. And then you give birth and uh, they're born, they're in the world. And now your job is for the next few years, just to sustain basic, basic life functions. And uh, that's not an oversimplification of what it is. I mean, like I remember being the mom of a two-year-old three different times because I have three kids And you're basically just trying to keep them from, like, electrocuting themselves or falling off something really high or eating something that's poisonous or, uh, yeah, like, cutting their—cutting themselves with, like, scissors they found. You just have to do all kinds of insane things to protect them. And then you're all sitting around. You're watching a movie together. And the same thing happens in every single movie— there's like a teenager, right? And then the parent doesn't understand or they don't believe them. And I just can't stand it anymore. So I had to do an episode about it. I am really tired of movies and books and graphic novels and whatever else where there's not one supportive adult in the whole world. I remember what it was like to be a teenager, okay? I know that sometimes it feels like there's no one who understands you. But that's not always the case. And pushing this trope on our kids is not helping them. And so this morning, before uh, my two youngest were getting ready to go out the door, they get up a little bit early so that they have time to watch part of a movie before they leave for school. It just helps them, you know, relax as part of their routine. Uh, And so they eat breakfast, they watch 20 minutes of a movie, and then they leave. And this morning they were watching Freaky Friday which apparently there's a new, new version, not the Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan version. There's an even newer one and it's a musical. And I'm like, why, why is there a musical of this? Uh, I I'm sorry, I disagree with that creative choice. I'm not saying that everything Disney does is horrible or that everything is awesome. I'm saying this one creative choice I disagree with because it's super weird. And uh, so they're, they're watching this movie. And then there's this video. T- like It's like a montage of like, you know, how musicals they, they dance and then they do stuff. But this song was sad. So they were not dancing. And it was about how adults lie. And I'm like, Ugh, I already knew I was gonna do this episode today. I'm like, yes, this is like feeding into my episode that I'm gonna do. And uh, when my when that comes on, I'm like, but do all adults lie? And my kids are like, no. And I'm like, and do all parents ignore their children and f- refuse to believe them and always think they're being super hyperbolic? And they're like, no, because this is like a thing in our house where I'm like, listen, if there is an alien invasion, all you have to do is tell me. I'm down. I will believe you. Uh, I don't actually believe in aliens, which makes me a little bit sad. But there's a whole nother reason for that I'm not going to go into at this moment. But so, you know, I think about Galaxy Quest, which if you have not seen Galaxy Quest, I know I'm always saying, go read this, go watch that, da-da-da-da-da. You have to watch Galaxy Quest. You have to watch Galaxy Quest if you like space fantasy or science fiction. Uh, Because it's like a spoof on a fake show that halfway through the movie, you're like, I actually really care about all these characters. This is great acting. This is an amazing story. But uh, Justin Long is super young in this. He's like a little baby Justin Long. And he plays this character who is a boy. And uh, I mean, listen, okay, in this instance, the trope was hilarious. So I'm never gonna not laugh at this scene. But he's like, his mom's like, take out the trash. And he's all, no, mom, you don't understand. The whole world, like the future of the galaxy, depends on me doing this thing. And she's all, "Whatever, you didn't take it out. I told you to take it out." And it's like, you know, leading up to this, the whole movie where she's like, "Did you take out the trash? Did you take out the trash?" And um, he, so it shows him. He's like racing out of the out of the house. He's like throwing the thing in the bins, like crashing, crashing, you know, like slamming the lids on, and then racing back in, and uh, you know, helping. Uh, Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen get through this really crazy situation uh, on a real-life spaceship. But I'm always like, kids, if you tell me something, I promise I'm going to help you through it. You don't have to get through these things on your own. And that's why I think this trope is so problematic. And listen, okay? I know that not all parents care, which sucks. And not all parents would believe their kids, which also sucks. But... Can't we also tell stories about parents who do care? Because I know there are a lot of parents who care, including me, because I love my kids so, so much. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I thought of a story about that that explains that, but it's a little bit embarrassing for my son. So I'm not going to tell that story uh, for his sake. But I love my kids so, so much. And I would definitely be down to battle against evil aliens with them, or embrace friendly aliens, you know, either one of those, Uh, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind type of, like, musical aliens. So, listen, I want to call bull crap on the parents and adults never understand trope, and I'm tired of it, and I want to see other stuff. I want to see other stories where parents help the child deal with the problem, because When we're creating this story, this narrative with this trope over and over again, you know what we're teaching our kids? That they can't trust adults. And there are some adults they can't trust. And listen, I am definitely an advocate for teaching your children to have boundaries and be wary of creepy adults who want to hurt and abuse them and kidnap them. But there has to be a balance somewhere of like these adults care about you. They're trying to help you, like me and your dad. And these adults will kidnap you because they don't know you and they're part of a human trafficking ring. You know, okay, maybe we shouldn't use such extremes. I use those extremes. Uh, My husband and I used to work fighting against human trafficking. So, you know, my kids knew that human trafficking existed. They don't know, they still don't know all the details of like, uh, well, the older one does, but they don't know all the details of why someone would want to kidnap someone and make them a slut. You know, like, I don't want to totally wreck their innocence, but there has to be this balance. It can't be like, all adults are untrustworthy, including all parents are evil, and they will never actually help you in a crisis if something really difficult happens in your life. Or, like, all adults are good. No. There has to be a balance, and I, I am begging all of you creative people out there, write stories that show this kind of balance because there are parents who genuinely care about their kids or even outside adults. Uh, You know, I talked about All Together Now a few episodes ago, which is a new Netflix movie, and I talked about Fred Armisen's character who's a teacher who's just adorable and caring and even though uh, the protagonist's mother is really struggling and doing some questionable things and she's like a, a... a struggling alcoholic, not recovered because they keep showing her that she's drunk throughout this whole thing. But, you know, there is some adult and then there's another, there are a few adults in the life of the protagonist in this movie who care. And that's what I want. That's what I want to see. But I'd also like to see a film with a healthy family because I know that most families are probably not super healthy. I came from an unhealthy family, but there are people like me and like, uh, you know, other people who come from unhealthy families who are working so hard to create loving, encouraging, supportive environments for their children. And I'd like to see more representation of that. And I would love for lazy storytellers to stop trying to teach my kids that they can't trust me. It just makes me have to work that much harder and you know it's boring like subvert that trope expectation please so I feel that way about this specific trope and I'm sure there are other tropes where you could point that and be like I'm tired of that or I'm tired of that stereotype which this is basically a stereotype that all parents are evil and only care about themselves and I understand yes there are parents out there who are very narcissistic um, but not all parents are And, you know, maybe I'll just write a story like that. Uh, I'm basically writing a story like that right now because I'm working on the Tyler Hart time travel adventure. And in the story, uh, he has a niece and nephew, Enzo and Himona, and their parents both really care about them and they're trying to do the best. Yes, okay, they're having marital difficulties. That happens. Uh, But they love their kids, and also their uncle loves them. And so it's a healthy relationship of these adults support us, and also we want to support them. And that comes into the story that I'm writing in a really cool way, and I can't spoil that for you, but, you know, you should listen to my fiction writer's workshop episodes because I'm only talking about this book in those episodes. And I would love to hear from you what uh, books, what films... Have you seen slash read that actually show a positive parental example where the parent isn't either being actively evil against their children, lying to them, or, uh, you know, being super narcissistic and self-involved? And I will say, okay, in the song in Freaky Friday, I do have to disclose this, that uh, she's singing about how adults say that they don't die and then they do die. I mean, it's... (sighs) I haven't lost a parent. I don't know how it feels personally. I watched my husband go through it, and it was awful. It was so horrible. And so, you know, I don't tell my kids, don't worry about mommy and daddy dying, because they know at some point we will. But I do tell them, hey, if something happens to us, we have a plan, and this is what the plan is. So they know the plan. There's no, like, unknowns, Because they know my kids have been touched by death because their grandfather died in an accident. So it was sudden and they were really close with him. Uh, So they know that death is possible. (laughs) They know that death is possible. They know that death happens, but that it can happen when you're not planning for it. And so we have a plan and I don't tell them lies. I don't say, oh, I'm going to be fine or I'll never get sick or... I'll never die in a car accident or those are freakish things that can never happen to me. I tell them, listen, I'm doing my best to stay around because I want to be here with you. But if something happens that's out of my control, this is the plan. And look, these people who love you so much, they're going to be with you and they're going to take care of you. And I know that it's going to be hard, but you'll be okay. You'll get through it. And that's the kind of truth I want to impart to my children and I want to see that portrayed uh, in literature and in film, because I think that that's very important for there to be children out there who know that some adults will listen and some adults will help, and not perpetuate this idea of a series of unfortunate events where no matter which trustworthy adult they find, Count Olaf's gonna kill them. I mean, it's it's a fun story in that I can't explain why it's fun because it's actually seriously depressing. And I watched that series uh, with my kids, and they were just like, what is the point of this? And I'm like, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'll have to think about this and get back to you. I guess that you could overcome adversity, and that if you ever trust an adult, that probably the evil guy who cares more about messing you up will probably kill them. Wait, no, that's a horrible uh, moral for a (laughs) child's story. So this is the kind of stuff that I'm dealing with as a parent, and I thought you as a storyteller would want to know. And I can't wait to see what expensive words you spend to try to show maybe even the realistic uh, childhood that you came up in that was unhealthy and how you're turning that around and you're making your life safe and healthy for a child that you care about, whether it's a niece or uh, a friend's kid, like a goddaughter, or your own uh, children. So end of that rant, and I'm excited to hear your suggestions and what you come up with. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer, and I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.